Hey listeners, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where you will receive solid inspiration and prayer that will set you up for a solid weekend. And get this y'all, an even better week. Listen, I get it, it's Saturday, it's the weekend, but I wanna assure you that whether you're in bed or exercising or even running errands, if you tuned into this podcast, then let me tell you, there is a word for you. So let's go ahead and dive in. right y'all first of all before we get into this wonderful episode I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving I know that I'm a little early for that but the next time that I'll be talking with you guys will be after Thanksgiving so I want to make sure that I let you know that I am thankful for you and the support that you have shown me over these past two months is it three months yet Not sure, but nonetheless, I am grateful for you. So I pray that even as you prepare to gather with your families, that when you come together, that it will be nothing but a time of joy, laughter, and refreshing. You deserve it. So kick your feet up and enjoy your family. And don't feel guilty about anything that you choose to do on Thanksgiving. God's blessings to you. Now let's go ahead and dive into this topic. Today's topic is... The truth about the anointing. Now, I wanted to go into this topic because I find it so necessary to talk about the anointing because we're living in a time where everyone is seeking power. I mean, come on, y'all, let's be honest. People either are seeking power as a status or they want to walk in power. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but what can make it wrong is the motive behind seeking this power. So with that said, you can seek after power, but I want you to check your motive behind seeking this power. What are you looking for? What do you look to accomplish when you seek this power? What place is it coming from? Because to truly move in power, you want it to come from a pure place. And to come from a pure place means that your heart has to also be pure. Sometimes people desire to walk in power after their heart has been broken. Why? Because they want to prove that that thing, that event didn't break them. Sometimes they want to prove it to themselves. But what happens is, is that they end up walking in power for a little bit, but then they fall back into depression, anger, or whatever the case may be, because they didn't deal with the issues of their heart. Your heart has to be pure in order for you to walk in real power, power that would not only affect your life or impact your life, but power that will impact the next person's life, the people that you surround yourself with. It's so important that you come from a pure place when you want to walk in power. People don't talk about this because they think it's so easy, especially nowadays where you're able to put on all the filters, you're able to give the illusion of power is so easy to do that nowadays in this digital world. But if you really desire to impact the lives of others and live a life of power, you need to make sure that you do what you need to do to keep your heart pure because it's necessary. You want to be able to operate from a place that you are pleasing God a place that you want to see people do better. I mean, genuinely do better. A place where it is not about you. That's when we operate in power, when we realize that it's really not about us. 
And to operate in this type of power requires humility and humility is developed and matured over time. It doesn't happen in the blink of an eye. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to go through processes and sometimes these processes are processes of pain. So don't set yourself up for disappointment expecting that you will be changed overnight, that you'll be able to make power moves overnight because it doesn't happen that way. It takes time. So how do we walk in humility? Well, first of all, you walk in humility when you allow God to show you you. When you allow God to show you yourself, I mean all of you, when you allow him to show you your reflection, and I mean the raw you, y'all, like the you that nobody else sees, the you that only you and God knows about, your spouse don't even know about this. He shows you the innermost parts of you, those things that you tried to cover up over the years, those things that you have tried to forget over the years. He showed you all that stuff and what you do with that stuff will determine the level of power that you walk in. If you reject all the stuff that God reveals to you just because you don't like the way it feels, you don't like the way it looks, and you think that that's not really who you are, then you are rejecting the power that you need to walk in. God reveals these things not to shame you or not to make you feel bad about yourself. He reveals it to build you. He reveals the raw you, not what you want to be, not what you dream to be, but what you are right now or who you are right now. And it takes real maturity and humility to admit the ugly things that God reveals about you. When you are able to do this, then you are on your way to moving in God's power, real power, y'all, not fake power, not power that this world conjures up, not that type of power, but real power, the power from God. Being humble invites the anointing of God to destroy yokes in your life. And this needs to happen first before you can reach out to somebody else because you need your own experience so that you can share that experience with the next person or whoever God plants in your life or in your path. One day while driving, God dropped this in my spirit and I knew that I had to share it with you. So take a moment and listen to this. So this could definitely be used for a podcast you don't need the anointing for other people. You need the anointing for yourself because you need the anointing to destroy yokes in your life so that God can use you. Uh, and when you operate from a place where I need the anointing for other people, which may be true to a certain extent, then you start to operate from a judgmental place and out of place of humility and honesty and transparency and genuine and authenticness. Um, you start to be like the uh, person that Jesus was describing in Matthew 7, where you're looking at the faults of other people, not willing to acknowledge your own faults, not being humble enough to see where you are. In order for you to operate in anointing and the power of God, you must see yourself first. You must see your faults and ask God for his anointing to destroy the yokes over your life because that's where you will pull power from because you know what it's like because you saw the power of God work in your life personally so you know that God can do it. Either way, you know that God can do it. So try not to come from a place of 
uh, judgment, but come from a place of honesty and knowing that you need the anointing too. The work that you desire to do begins in you first, y'all. I mean, there's no other way to put it. The work that you desire to do begins in you first. The power that you desire to walk in must be experienced by you first. So how do you experience the anointing? Because it just doesn't fall out of the sky. <laughs> it doesn't fall out of the sky. You experience the anointing by seeking and serving God. And it sounds so simple, but it takes real commitment. It takes real devotion and it takes real self-control because you will feel tired. You will want to procrastinate. You will want to just do what you want to do, but it doesn't work that way. You have to read and apply God's word because when you read and apply God's word, then you are drawing from the power source. You cannot walk in power, God's power, real power, power that impacts the life of others. If you are not willing to apply the word of God, the power source, if you are not willing to plug up to the power source. When you choose to read and apply God's word, then you are choosing to draw from the well that never runs dry. The book of James talks about being hearers and doers of God's word. And if you want to walk in power, then you must learn how to do both. Y'all, <laughs> there's no shortcuts. A lot of people are hearing the word of God, but they are not doing it. And you want to know what I found? I found that the more that I apply or do the word of God, the more that I find out about me, the more that I find out about my true identity, the more I do the word, the more I see my purpose unfolding right before my eyes. And I got to tell y'all, it's amazing. It's supernatural. And people probably won't tell you this, but it also hurts. <laughs> so I gave y'all the good and the bad. Yes, it's amazing. It's supernatural because God reveals your purpose and all these things you experience, the feelings and all this stuff. But baby, at the end of it all, it hurts. Why? Because the more I find out about myself, the more I find out about my flaws, those things that I don't want to own, those things that are hard to look at when you look at yourself in the mirror. The more I have to sacrifice any desires that I have that doesn't align with God's desires for me. But as I do this, guess what? The more my value goes up. Why? Because Holy Spirit is being activated in me, y'all. So the more that you do this, although it may be painful, the more your value goes up. The Bible says that you may be tried in the fire. You're going to be tried, but guess what? You're going to come out as pure gold. Your value goes up, y'all. You have to go through processing so that your value goes up. So that Holy Spirit is activated in you. So that power is established in you. Because the more that you read and apply the word of God, the more that you will desire God's ways over yours. You develop a new lifestyle. You develop a new desire. You develop a new identity. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to live my best life. And to do that, you must choose to live a life of sacrifice. The word of God reveals you and it ignites Holy Spirit. It's not enough to just read y'all. If you want to live a powerful life, then you must apply the word of God to your life. So James says, 
Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone looking at his own face in the mirror. For he looks at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. Listen, without application, you forget who you are. I'm going to say that again. Without application, you forget who you are. So how can you walk in power? How can you walk in anointing if you don't know who you are? You have to apply the word of God. That is the secret to walking in true anointing and true power. Applying the word of God to your life is necessary. Listen, if nobody else told y'all this, I want you to live a blessed life. I want you to live a powerful life, an impactful life, a life full of abundance. But this kind of living only happens with your submission to God. That's how it happens. So if you're ready to live this type of life, and I, I just want to stop right here. I was about to go into prayer, but I want to stop right here because I sense that some people are discouraged because they don't read the word. They don't know how to apply the word or they haven't applied the word. Don't be discouraged. This is your time of awakening. If you haven't done it, then God sent this message just for you to awaken you. Or if you've done it to a certain extent, but not fully, then this is your message of awakening. God loves you that much that he sent this message just for you so that you can prepare yourself to walk in power for 2022. And I believe that you'll begin walking in power before 2022 because you have what it takes. You have the information needed in order to walk in that type of power where you can impact the lives of others and you can live in power. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you. Thank you for this time spent with my brothers and my sisters. Thank you for your word and the power that it obtains, Lord. Father, I pray for those with a desire to do great things, but don't know where to start. I pray for those who want to live a life of impact, but don't have a clear direction. I pray for those who may just be weary from doing things their way for years and don't know how to begin anew. I pray right now that your plans and purpose for their life will become so clear to them that they will have no choice but to walk in your ways. I pray that you will create in them a clean heart and renew a right spirit within them, Father. Wash them clean. Make them new, Father. Revive them again in the name of Jesus. Cleanse them of any wrongs. Cleanse them of any clutter that will keep them from walking in their true identity and true purpose and true power, Father, that you have placed on the inside of them. I pray that they will have a hunger and a thirst to drink from the well that never runs dry. I pray that they will have a hunger and a thirst to run after you and seek your face relentlessly. I pray, God, that you will cover them now with your presence and give them the assurance that you are near and that you see them and you hear their prayers. Father, let them know that you are there near with them now, Father. In the name of Jesus, comfort them, God, if they feel alone, Father. Comfort them now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I 
pray that you would remove the distractions that would cause them to drift away from you and seeking your word. Father, I pray right now that you would drive out the spirit of slumber, God, that may be overwhelming them even now that would cause them to fall asleep on reading your word and comprehending your word. I pray that when they read your word, that it would be so clear to them that they will be able to apply it, God, in Jesus' name. I pray for connections, divine connections. Connect them with people that are that they are able to read your word together with, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they are able to discuss your word, God, so that they can apply it together and hold each other accountable in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will remove procrastination that would cause them to sleep on moving in your word, Father. And I pray, God, that the power which you have placed in them, God, will be activated in the name of Jesus. Revive their hearts now in Jesus' name. May their passion be renewed. May their vision be renewed. May their identity be renewed in the name of Jesus. I thank you now, God, for the uprising in the kingdom of God that we are seeing it even now, that we are sensing even now, God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that soldiers all over this world are taking their stand and that they are awakening to your call in the name of Jesus. And right now, God, I pray that even as you awaken us, God, that we will take your word and hide it in our hearts, God, so that we can do what you have called us to do and please you, Father. It is our desire to please you, Father. May our lives, God, be a sweet-smelling Savior unto your nostrils, Lord. May this life that we live be a life of worship unto you, that you may be glorified and lifted up, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. I thank you all so much for joining today. And it is my prayer that you got some inspiration in prayer. And because I know that you did, I know y'all going to make some power moves, but I also know that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you guys next time.